Hello again, everybody, and thank you for joining me for another episode of The Whole Matter with Minister T. Grab your Bibles as we prepare to study another lesson from the Holy Bible. Hello, and thank you once again for joining me for another lesson of The Whole Matter with Minister T. Our lesson this week talks about faith that leads to action, and it comes from the Old Testament book by the prophet Ezra. The background comes from chapters 9 and 10, and our printed passage will come from Ezra chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. Our key verse this week is from Ezra chapter 9, verse 6, and it reads, I am too ashamed and disgraced, my God, to lift up my face to you, because our sins are higher than our heads, and our guilt has reached to the heavens. Join me for a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, Lord God, for who you are. Thank you for allowing us this opportunity to study your word. Lord, we thank you for your word because it gives us insight into what you would have us to do and to also see where we have gone off track and disobeyed you. Lord, give us the understanding to return back to your word, to return back to your activities that are pleasing to you. We ask these and other blessings in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Faith that leads to action. As we study our lesson today, it gives us the opportunity to, to examine our own lives. Ask yourself, have I drifted away from God and disobeyed his word? If we all answer honestly, all of us can say that we have disobeyed God. Not only that, we have known what God's words demands of us and what it says, yet we have, like sheep, all gone astray. Grab your Bibles and read along with me as we study today's lesson. Again, it comes from Ezra chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. And I will be reading from the New International Version of the Holy Bible. And it reads, While Ezra was praying and confessing, weeping and throwing himself down before the house of God, a large crowd of Israelites, men, women, and children gathered around him. They too wept bitterly. Then Shechaniah, son of Jehoel, one of the descendants of Elam, said to Ezra, We have been unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women from the peoples around us. But in spite of this, there is still hope for Israel. Now let us make a covenant before our God to send away all these women and their children in accordance with the counsel of my Lord and of those who fear the commands of our God. Let it be done according to the law. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you. So take courage and do it. So Ezra rose up and put the leading priests and Levites and all Israel under oath to do what had been suggested. And they took the oath. Then Ezra withdrew from before the house of God and went to the room of Jehohanan, son of Eliashib. While he was there, he ate no food and drank no water because he continued to mourn over the unfaithfulness of the exiles. A proclamation was then issued throughout Judah and Jerusalem for all the exiles to assemble in Jerusalem. 
Anyone who failed to appear within three days would forfeit all his property in accordance with the decision of the officials and elders and would himself be expelled from the assembly of the exiles. Within the three days, all the men of Judah and Benjamin had gathered in Jerusalem. And on the 20th day of the ninth month, all the people were sitting in the square before the house of God, greatly distressed by the occasion and because of the rain. Then Ezra, the priest, stood up and said to them, You have been unfaithful. You have married foreign women, adding to Israel's guilt. Now honor the Lord, the God of your ancestors, and do his will. Separate yourselves from the peoples around you and from your foreign wives. The whole assembly responded with a loud voice. You are right. We must do as you say. In our lesson today, we see how Ezra demonstrated his sorrow for his nation, having turned their back on God to pursue their own desires. At first glance, it would appear that God is prejudiced because he did not want the children of Israel to marry foreign women. But that's not the case. It was not because of a culture or a racial prejudice that God asked them to separate or demanded that they separate from those foreigners. He knew that the foreign and pagan nations worshiped idols and participated in things that were not according to God's will. God realized that they would be unequally yoked if they married foreigners because they then would take on their practices, which were against the will of God. So it was not because of racial prejudice or cultural prejudice, but it was because of a spiritual prejudice that God wanted these people to be separate. He wanted his people to be separate, to worship and obey his word rather than to serve foreign idols and participate in things that were not comely. Ezra emphasized all of this to the people. And they agreed that they had done wrong. They had participated in all of the foreign activities, worshiping foreign idols, false idols, false gods, and disobeying the true and living God. Ezra challenged the people to remove all of this false idol worship from their lives and to participate in practicing of worship of the true living God, just as they had learned in times past. What do we have to remove from our lives? What have we set up as idols that would distract us from the true and living God? Is it time that we remove those things out of our lives? Is it time that we examine our lives, realizing where we've gone off track, confess our sins and repent and turn back to God? The Bible tells us that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have the opportunity right now to confess our sins and turn back to God. God is waiting on us to do just that. Let's not pass up an opportunity to turn our lives back to God. Well, that is our lesson for this week. I thank God for the opportunity to share, and I pray that something has been said or done that would cause us to examine our lives and turn back to God.
May God richly bless you is my prayer. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of The Whole Matter with Minister T. Now let us hear the conclusion of The Whole Matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man.